is mine was. From the University of Oningen, this is MindWise podcast, hosted and brought to you by psychology students. Hello, this is Irie, and today I will be sitting down with Professor Marika Timmerman, and we will be discussing about what goes on behind the scenes in the examinations committee. Maybe it's good to first introduce myself a little bit. Yeah. Um, my name is um, Professor Marike Timmerman, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm the chair of the examination committee. Um, in daily life, uh, I also do psychometrics and statistics, mm-hmm. uh, so that's my uh, research topic, and I also teach in the master program, uh, uh, both in the research master and in the master mm-hmm. uh, program of psychology. Um, well, the examination committee. Well, the the, the main uh, aim, and that's by Dutch law, it's it's imposed mm-hmm. uh, is for the examination committee, is to ensure uh, the quality of the diploma. Mm-hmm. So to make sure that uh, the diploma really uh, is worth what it promises, and of course this is a very broad aim, and yeah. um, we have to uh, do many tasks to ensure that this is really the case. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things uh, that we uh, monitor, so to say, is uh, to watch over the quality of the exams. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, uh, the program consists of many uh, courses and uh, theses, etc. So we have to make sure that the quality of each exam is of the right level and Mm -hmm. that the examination is fair and also that the grading uh, takes place in a fair way. So what are some of the processes or the steps that you take to ensure this quality of the exams? Well, it does not start with controlling. It starts with the individual examiners uh, that know enough or enough experts to Mm. design proper exams uh, and also that they are facilitated to do their actual task. So almost all our examiners uh, took courses uh, and mm-hmm. know how to design a proper exam. Furthermore, in the procedure towards the exam, for example, we ask always a second evaluator for each exam. Okay. So okay. there's always a colleague that um, that checks, checks uh, and yeah. the exam and uh, gives feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, that's one thing. Uh, another uh, thing is that after each exam, mm-hmm. and really e- e- literally each exam, uh, there is a kind of quality monitoring. And for multiple choice exams, this, this can be done very easily because it's yeah. done in a quantitative way. So you have a kind of item analysis, question mm-hmm. analysis, and then you see um, whether uh, a question was very difficult or not. You can also see whether it was very relatively difficult for uh, students that are well performed Forming, mm-hmm. because obviously that's a better indicator. And if if an exam has a relatively uh, large number of these questions, the test committee um, that performs this task this task on behalf of the examination committee mm-hmm. gets in contact with the teacher to see what happened. Okay. And also, for example, if there are too many questions that are uh, left out of the exam. 
uh, that sometimes happens. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, you want to reduce the number of left out items as much yeah. as possible. So if an exam uh, is really uh, well flagged with red alarms, mm -hmm. they immediately contact the examination committee and we see uh, what we think of it. And well, in the end, either items can be left out mm -hmm. or we can uh, qualify that exam as invalid. Um, of course, that's yeah. not a nice option because... You were, were there any cases where you had to actually maybe redo the exam? Or no, fortunately not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, be, because that's uh, it's one of my bad dreams. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, yeah well, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's for the students. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's awful because mm -hmm. you have to redo Read an exam yeah. that you yeah. already did. So there were only a few instances in which we really had to talk to the to the examiner and mm -hmm. uh, uh, in which he well the exam was adapted and uh, it was it was okay yeah. but it, it occurs relatively uh, little and i think it's also good uh, that uh, examiners knows the examination committee and knows yeah. who to contact and sometimes they come to us and ask oh I have a problem uh, what can I do about it or mm -hmm. I just want to um, try another way of examining uh, is that a smart idea or not and then mm -hmm. it's good to just talk about it so there's a good connection between the, the professors and the examination committee yes, yeah. yes I think so <laughs> so that's also one of the things that I think is one of our tasks to um, support our examiners in their mm -hmm. uh, difficult task because it's not really easy to uh, design a proper exam. Of course, each course is unique, but it's nice for the program is that if there is coherence whenever possible. And what are some of the things that the exam committee deals with? We deal with special requests of students, for example, um, students with special needs, oh, okay. uh, for yeah, example, like dyslexia. Yeah, and they're then asking for extra uh, exam time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sometimes uh, other uh, facilitations. Yeah. And uh, well, we, we we judge the case, and mm -hmm. uh, often of they they need a medical certificate for that, and then mm -hmm. we we uh, judge. Uh, well, the, the value of that medical certificate, yeah. but we also, and we judge what is appropriate. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes with the help of the of the st uh, studenten, decanen, mm -hmm. and they, they also deal with, uh, they, they can, yeah, they have a lot of knowledge about special needs, so they can advise okay. us uh, what are proper uh, adaptations mm -hmm. for the student involved. And finally, we also judge what is possible within the limits of the uh, Examination. Uh, Have you dealt with these kind of problems before? Like, has a student ever needed thirty minutes extra for the exam? Well, uh, that's quite uh, common. Uh, oh. So there, there are quite a few students okay. uh, with uh, mainly dyslexia mm -hmm. uh, that are allowed to um, take well, for okay. a regular exam thirty minutes longer. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's okay. uh, yeah. But for example, sometimes uh, students ask for doing their exam uh, outside the university because they're abroad and they want to take okay. an exam from here abroad. Mm -hmm. uh, we never do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we, we really cannot control it. Yeah. So that's, that's not what we want. Yeah. Um, sometimes students who are very ill but still want to study yeah. and want to do their exam in the hospital. Oh. Um, in general, uh, we don't do it. Okay. <laughs> because, well, if a student is so ill, Mm -hmm. Then it's typically 
not wise to take an exam. Yeah. So also to uh, yeah prevent a student from harming him or herself. We we hardly ever do that. Mm-hmm. Only in well, very 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 special circumstances. Okay. And also yeah. a request for extra resets. That's also mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes that happens. Um, we are also quite strict in that. Uh, mm-hmm. So typically the answer is no, mm-hmm. <laughs> only if it yields uh, would yield to a, a really substantial t- study delay otherwise. Mm-hmm. So and, and then we talk about um, at least three months uh, or really more. Mm-hmm. And if there is um, a reason of force majeure, that's, that's really necessary to grant an extra receipt. Okay. I think we're all aware that we can only reach the exam committee by ri- um, written mail. Mm-hmm. And, like, what is the concept behind this? Ah, the written letter, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um, well... It's, it's very important to mm-hmm. have a proper administration yeah. uh, because we have to find back uh, all the material of all students. Mm-hmm. And um, we have uh, a fantastic person who uh, takes care of, the, mm-hmm. of all the administration mm-hmm. and she has a marvelous system. Mm-hmm. Um, and changing that system is fine, uh, mm-hmm. but it takes a lot of care because... Uh, if you change something, well, you have to take care that, uh, that there are no holes in your new uh, procedure. Mm-hmm. With respect to uh, um, electronic uh, approaching, uh, we are working on it to uh, realize it. Okay. Because there are other programs uh, who already have it. And uh, I think we uh, can implement it. So we are uh, trying to, we are busy uh, in preparing uh, the step towards electronic uh, mm-hmm. approach of uh, the examination committee. Does it make it more difficult to um, like keep track of the student requests by digital mail as compared to physical letters? Or if the system is proper, it's easier. <laughs> okay. But um, the university uh, computer software mm-hmm. uh, is is sometimes inappropriate to do the things you really okay. want to do. So then it takes some effort to mm-hmm. adapt to let it adapt or. Uh, t- to find a way out mm-hmm. that's, uh, to circumvent the, uh, the yeah. problems but uh, of course you really have to take care of it but in principle yeah, electronic archiving is mm-hmm. way easier than uh, paper archiving yeah. there was in the past I had a fear namely that uh, we would be overwhelmed by requests if yeah. it would uh, be electronic Just, uh, yeah. but I think uh, it will be okay, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Some of the concerns were that it takes well extra time to process the physical letter, and if students needed an answer immediately, then yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah but I don't think because yeah. well, electronic mail is so fast, mm-hmm. and if you are yeah. yeah, if the the, the um, software is is proper, then immediately all data yeah. uh, gets into your database, and mm-hmm. uh, it it makes it it should make it easier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting for me to get to know like what actually goes on behind the committee. And yeah, to be honest, I don't think most of the students are aware of what is being done. And I think if they're yeah aware of it, they might have a better understanding of mm-hmm. what the examinations committee will or are actually doing for them. Do you believe that the students are actually aware of this? Well, I think they are uh, aware of only a very small part of mm-hmm. all our work. Yeah. That, that's that's true, uh, because a lot of the work is behind the screens. Yeah. And um, yeah. well, I don't think that's uh, 
um, really problematic because mm -hmm. it all belongs to running a, a, a program. Mm -hmm. uh, there is also a lot of work of the teachers behind the screens and there is also uh, the, the, the program director does a lot of work and the faculty uh, board and yeah. uh, there are all kinds of people and boards and uh, involved in mm -hmm. setting up a full program and the examination committee is just one uh, of the uh, actors in the play. Mm -hmm. um, for some parts, it, it is nice if students know us and know how to approach us and also know uh, a little bit about our way of reasoning. Yeah. I think especially about the to actually taking the exam, that's where this it's relevant to most of the students. Sure. And I think, yeah, I, I think that most people, the first thing they think of when something goes wrong in the exam is the examinations committee because mm -hmm. that is the first correspondence that they can come up with. But I don't think they're fully aware of what, like, what the examination committee actually controls. So, for example, if they think that their exam wasn't fair, they'll they'll directly go to the exams committee and mm -hmm. say, "Why is this exam not fair?" But from what I heard from you now, it doesn't seem like you actually control what goes in the exam itself. So, yeah, in the past, I, yeah, yeah. we now and then we re receive mm -hmm. complaints. Yeah. Um, Indeed, you're right. The mm -hmm. examination committee is not dealing directly mm -hmm. with the content of an exam. Mm -hmm. um, and the only duty we have is to, uh, yeah, to, to make sure that the quality is proper. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first person who is responsible for that is the examiner. Mm -hmm. yeah. So in practice, that's the co coordinator and yeah, teacher of the course. Yeah. Um, and it's also impossible because each coordinator of a te or teacher of a course is an expert in his or mm -hmm. own, her own field, yeah. and I cannot, I, I cannot cover the full mm -hmm. uh, yeah. um, range of areas in, in psychology, mm -hmm. and it doesn't need to, because it's the teacher who is in charge uh, for that. And also, if there is a problem of, or a presumed problem or doubts or questions mm -hmm. uh, about an exam, the very first person to contact is the teacher. Yeah. And there's an, also an ins always an inspection of the exam, mm -hmm. and that's uh, really the place to be uh, mm -hmm. to see uh, what the questions are and what the answers uh, were supposed to be, and uh, to see with a fresh, uh, new eye yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what the exam is like. Mm -hmm. Because in the, under the pressure of taking an exam. Well, it, can, it, it may appear different from what it actually is. <laughs> and uh, with an inspection, you can really see uh, what it is. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, well, you can ask questions. And if you think uh, this particular exam question is really not appropriate, you can mm -hmm. ask the examiner. And um, if uh, the examiner says, yes, indeed, uh, I see your point. This, this question is uh, inappropriate. Mm -hmm. It, it should, the, the exam should be adapted so that items should be that questions should be left out of the exam, and the grade, uh, grade should be should be adapted as well. And in practice, sometimes that that, uh, that yeah. happens. Not often, yeah. fortunately, because uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But so it's technically possible in an exam ex inspection to 
um, for a student to mention doubts about a question yeah. uh, to the teacher and yeah, yeah of course it should be well founded yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> some students are really reasonable and are mm. making very good points mm. and we highly appreciate that because it's also kind of feedback yeah. uh, of our work uh, but sometimes um, uh, there's there are some students that are yeah really trying to uh, make their grades higher and <laughs> looking for all small points and um, yeah until in, in, in unreasonable detail or on unfair grounds mm-hmm. and that's uh, yeah that's a pity I think yeah. because then you you spoil the relationship uh, <laughs> between the teacher yeah. and the students it's it's a mutual thing and yeah. Uh, the students um, must trust, must be able to trust the teacher, mm-hmm. and that they design a proper exam. And of yeah. course, uh, we are all human beings, so mm-hmm. sometimes a mistake occurs. Mm-hmm. So, in it, it might happen that one or two questions are not proper. Uh, but on the other mm-hmm. hand, uh, a, a teacher must uh, be able to trust the student mm-hmm. that uh, that he will be approached in a fair way. So, um, yeah, that's a mutual thing. And if um, the uh, student feels that the examiner uh, is not responding in a proper way and is really convinced that it's unfair, yeah, then the examination committee is there. And, uh, yeah, so then uh, what we do is we look at the letter, we uh, have a look at um, the exam itself mm-hmm. uh, and the, 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 the problematic parts. We ask uh, the teacher involved... Mm-hmm. Um, typically we'll also ask the second evaluator mm-hmm. and then uh, based on that uh, we make a decision okay. one of the things um, like one of the students was concerned about was that so for example a student who gets 6.5 and a student who gets 7.1 both get 7 and maybe in the student's eyes that may seem a bit odd or unfair mm-hmm. but what do you um what do you say about this? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right that mm-hmm. um, we uh, typically have only whole numbers as mm-hmm. grades. So yeah. that's the grade. So there's no <laughs> 7.2 there mm-hmm. that, that does not exist as yeah. a grade. It, it's, it's a 7 uh, then. Only for particular uh, courses, uh, halves are allowed, for example, for the thesis. Uh, and so then a 7.5 or mm-hmm. so can be granted. Uh, uh, the original idea behind uh, having only whole numbers mm-hmm. uh, is the following. Uh, if you work with digits, digits, uh, mm-hmm. it suggests a, a kind of measurement precision that we cannot uh, fulfill. Mm-hmm. So therefore we thought, well, let's make it up to uh, whole numbers. And, uh, How do you decide for what courses you you can include a 0.5? Uh, um, well, for the thesis... Um, I don't know. It, it has been around uh, for longer than I'm here, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> but um, I know that um, examiners uh, like it very much that they can give for half grades. And uh, recently we added for a practical, I think it was the research practicum in the second year, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure about that. Uh, we added the possibilities uh, of uh, having halves mm-hmm. because the examiner asked for it. Okay. So, um, but um, if I read your question, hear your question correctly, um, students would also like to have a more fined, refined grading I guess system. That just gives them more 
uh, room, I guess. If there was a half mark, for example, mm -hmm. then that may or may not influence their passing grades. So, yeah. And I, I also think that wasn't very clear to the students, like the, what mm -hmm. goes on behind the scenes of, you know, what, what counts as a half grade and why is it not rounded up. So mm -hmm. I think that's where most of these confusions and also like misunderstandings come from since the students aren't aware of why things are mm -hmm. the, th the way they are. And yeah, I, I think through this it's really useful for all the students to get to know. Yeah, yeah. I think as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons I'm very happy with this interview because uh, <laughs> uh, people interested uh, yeah. can really uh, learn about yeah. how things work. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. So what are some of the things that the exam committee or you as a person maybe would like to pursue in the future for future students maybe? Well, uh, I really would like to continue the regular quality control because mm -hmm. I think uh, we're doing a reasonably well, a good job in mm -hmm. that. Um, and we expanded our activities uh, lately and I, I like that very much. For example, mm -hmm. um, in, uh, independent regrading by members of the examination committee of uh, a sample of thesis. Of course, each bachelor mm -hmm. thesis and master thesis has a first and second evaluator. Yeah. But... Uh, these evaluators always stem from the same um, research area. Oh, okay. So what we now uh, did is starting a project in which we uh, evaluate thesis from mm -hmm. another direction. Oh, okay. So to see, uh, and kind of benchmarking, uh, mm -hmm. to see and, and kind of calibrating, and to see how far off uh, the gradients are, and uh, if there are large differences, uh, try to uh, have some... Uh, a calibration for example have a calibration okay. session so uh, I think that's important and mm -hmm. um, furthermore I would like to expand a little bit uh, the promoting of the good practices among mm -hmm. examiners uh, because that's never done because there are <laughs> always new examiners yeah. there are always new developments the program is changing yeah. students are changing mm -hmm. We have a, a Dutch program and an English program, yeah. and um, the English program is not that old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, it was funny to see that uh, with more foreign students coming in, uh, that the, the English program has a different signature and a different culture mm, uh, okay. from the Dutch program. Okay. And uh, so that made, made for us that we also needed to think about uh, some issues that were not relevant before oh, okay. wow. uh, so that's that's yeah that's interesting yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so what are some of these differences that you see in the English program and not yeah. in the Dutch program for example? Um, in the, within the English program mm -hmm. um, there's a group of students who is very very ambitious and and, <laughs> and, and, and that's that's fine yeah. um, but you can ambitious uh, because of uh, content and also just because you want to have high grades and a high mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. a proper CV and etc. Yeah, yeah, and with especially uh, people with a, a second uh, motivator uh, for uh, for their ambition. Yeah, um, yeah they, they sometimes try to take a shortcut. So plagiarism issues, but also okay. um, cheating uh, with exams, mm -hmm. uh, took different forms. Uh, within this group and it's for sure it's not average students it's only a small mm -hmm. part but um, 
But it does course, make a difference on yeah, the policy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but we have to have one policy, so we mm-hmm. have to th- to balance. Yeah. Because imposing rules only uh, does not help at all, mm-hmm. and uh, that's not nice. It doesn't uh, give a good atmosphere mm-hmm. in which everybody can learn optimally. So we have to balance that. And, uh, yeah. yeah, these are interesting uh, yeah, developments. The, the, uh, I never thought there would be yeah. a difference, but I guess... Yeah, and also yeah. Uh, taking resits, that's also... Um, and, and not because they did not pass, uh, because in the Dutch program you have only very few students who do a resit for a course that they passed, but in the <laughs> English program it's much more often. Yeah. And uh, yeah, sometimes, yeah, for me it feels a little bit weird. Yeah. Uh, because then they did a lot of effort in, in improving their rates and sometimes it gets worse and then they yeah. come to us and then only the last grade counts yeah. Uh, so yeah that's a, uh, yeah. That's a pity then so, I, yeah I guess that um, depends on the student if, if they feel like they can get a better grade and they uh, well in principle I'm not against taking a reset yeah, yeah. Um, when you already passed but I think you should keep it within reasonable uh, mm-hmm. boundaries yeah because what's what's a diploma with only nines after five uh, resits or so? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Thank you. I think it was a really fruitful discussion and I hope the students will also find it really useful. And thank you for sitting down with us. Sure. And thank you very much. Thank you very much <laughs> for the interview. This podcast was a production of Mind Voice for the Department of Psychology at the University of Groningen.